Hey, what's up, Citizen Critic listeners? This is Jake Brennan from Double Elvis, also the host of a show called Disgraceland. I wanted to share this episode of Disgraceland here in the Citizen Critic feed. This is an episode of Disgraceland on Paul McCartney. And the reason I wanted to share this episode here is because Scott Janowitz and Greg Conley, they hate Paul McCartney. They think he's the worst artist of all time. In fact, they don't even like the Beatles, if you can believe that. So I'm trying to convince them, basically. So check this out here in the feed. And um, if you like it, go to the Disgraceland feed wherever you get your podcasts. Disgraceland's available everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google, etc. We've got about seven more episodes on the Beatles, a band that doesn't suck, Scott Janovitz. Did you hear that? The Beatles do not suck. I don't know what you're talking about. If you guys don't think the Beatles suck either, like I don't, if you like the Beatles, go ahead and write to Scott and Greg and tell them they're wrong. You can text me. I'll give you their phone number. You can call them as well. But if you don't feel like doing that, just check out more previously exclusive stories of Disgraceland in the Disgraceland feed wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy Paul McCartney. The stories about Paul McCartney are insane. He is one, if not the most successful and revered living musicians. Yet he died in 1966. So the story goes anyway. He was arrested numerous times for marijuana, accused of arson by German authorities, supported and literally helped build with his own hands London's avant-garde art scene. He hung with notorious junkie William S. Burroughs and inadvertently inspired Charles Manson and spent nine days in a notorious Japanese prison. Yet despite all of that, Paul McCartney was considered the safe beetle. Paul McCartney, of course, made great music. Some of the greatest music ever made. Unlike that music I played for you at the top of the show, that wasn't great music. That was a preset loop from my Mellotron called Ganja Daiquiri Slush Rush MK1. I played you that loop because I can't afford the rights to Please Don't Go by KC and the Sunshine Band. And why would I play you that specific slice of my, 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 my begging shoes cheese could I afford it? Because that was the number one song in America on January 16th, 1980. And that was the day Paul McCartney's plane set down in Japan, setting off a minor international incident that would land him in one of the world's most notorious prisons. On this episode, Paul is dead, Paul is safe, Paul is in prison, Paul McCartney is not who we were told he is. And I'm Jake Brennan, and this is Disgraceland. McCartney was dead. Car accident. His death came at an inopportune time. 1966. The Beatles' popularity was raging. Lovable mop-topism proved irresistible to the youth market and was now starting to turn adults on as well. Beatlemania was very much a still-growing enterprise. Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr were generating unheard-of amounts of money for their record label management and publishing companies. News of Paul's death came to them quietly, and they kept it that way. 
The night he died, Paul was uncharacteristically angry. He was unable to convince John of the merits of the new tune he wanted to record. A song about a fictional student named Maxwell, a deranged psychotic who took a hammer to his lover's head. A notion that in 1966 was too dark even for John Lennon to wrap his head around. So Paul split from the studio in a huff. Fuck John. He could follow Lucy around in her newspaper taxi straight to the bottom of the charts with his childlike drivel for all he cared. Paul drove fast out of London and the Aston Martin moved. The M1 motorway spread out before him. Paul headed north, past Northampton, south of Coventry. It was near the market town of Rugby in Warwickshire where the Aston Martin lost its grip of the slick road. Paul's back end slipped an unexpected curve on the M1 and spun the sports car to its right. Paul compensated with a quick jolt of the steering wheel to his left, and the result was a wrenching jerk of the tiny machine in the opposite direction. Paul slammed on the brakes, and the Aston Martin stopped its spin but slid instead with tremendous speed straight off the motorway, through the guardrail, over a small embankment, into a tree, and crushed itself with alarming precision. One of the tree's branches shred through the car's windshield at a violent angle and decapitated its driver. Paul McCartney died instantly. Thanks for checking out this clip, everybody. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, please visit Disgraceland wherever you get your podcasts. You can hear it there. Subscribe, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available, Disgraceland is available.